All right, so the Colorado Avalanche outscore their goalie issues once again in a 7-4 to win over the Flyers over the weekend. And in doing so, Logan O'Connor gets his first-ever career hat trick in the most wholesome way possible. New episode of Locked On Avalanche coming at you. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Lockdown Avalanche podcast. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. DuckTales, Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Make sure you follow us on our social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram and threads. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. And make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. Our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. And when you do, you chat with Kyle and I one-on-one, become a special insider. We get your opinions on everything abs, which we share on this very show. Uh, You see, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah, Patrick Wobb back behind the bench. Uh, not with the Avalanche, obviously, but we'll talk about it because he's a big part of the Avalanche history. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, but we'll get to this game that happened over the weekend with the Flyers. The Avs wrap up their road trip, three and two on this road trip, and they end it with a win in Philly, a seven to four win. And I put up on on Twitter or X when this was happening that you know the avalanche are never out of it when they're down because they just have the offensive ability to rattle off goals in a short amount of time um but the opposite is also true because of the goal goalie issues that they're having with Georgiev and when you're up you never fully feel like this thing is is in the bag and while the score says 7 to 4 it was 5 to 2 and then it was 5 to 4 in the third and I'm not putting it all on Georgiev, but we'll we'll get to all the whole game. Um, they, they, it, it got you were sweating a little bit, and you shouldn't have been because this, this game should have been in the bag. Give Philly credit for never never stopping. A John Tortorella team is never going to quit. Um, but overall, I I, I I mean, when you score seven goals, not easy to do in the NHL. Um, the Avs again seem to be clicking offensively. It's we just keep talking about the same thing for a while right now, Kyle, and that the offense is doing well um, defensively and goalie continues to be somewhat of a problem. Uh, and it, it, when we break down the stats, it's it's going to look even worse. Yes, 7-4, to four, wonderful. You can talk about the Logan O'Connor hat trick, wonderful. Miko had two. Nate had two. This is... You had so many hat trick watches. That's wonderful, but when you when you take away those stories, like it's it's now a thing. The Yorgiev thing, it, he's in a slump. It's not great, and you're having to outscore the problems. That's wonderful. Defense is shaky, and you want both of those. One of those to be working a little bit better to help the other. But the Avs are right now just having to outscore their problems. And I know every sexy free agent name that comes up, the Avs are always linked to it. 
And this is one of those yeah. you just expect this roster to perform just a little bit better. Like you're you can't get any better out of your forward group. Like they're doing they're doing their job. Even I know everybody say, but Ryan Johansson, no, it's he's he's doing his job. He's fine. Well, Everything the- I don't want to say he's doing his job. I, I don't think well, he's doing his job. He, he is not living up to to what they expected of him. No, that's all. and that's and that's a valid point. Like he's he's not. But again, we talked about this when he was brought in. What are you exactly getting in Ryan Johansson? Are you getting the what he used to be or what he has been in the past in the recent history? So uh, yeah, I don't I know mean, what the, you're you're getting a veteran who understands what it's like to be in the league for a while. That's contrary to a young team last year. So, hmm. but if you're wanting offense out of him, it's not happening. When we had the crossover with locked on predators, they were kind of saying the same thing that he kind of just ghosts and coasts and it's just not the yeah. same Rijo. So you kind of knew what you're getting, but this, you want it's to funny. see a little bit more out of the defense to help the, a very struggling, we could say it. It's not, we don't have, we've he, run out of excuses on your gift. Right. He's struggling. And and the, the the odd thing is like he had that shutout, and yep. you know you were like okay build on that like they're they're winning, but it's like the offense is really winning it for them, um and you know you 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 have so it's funny because you know I have it's I have more confidence in in Georgiev being able to turn things around. Than I do Ryan Johansson being able to turn things around. Well, and that's it's just kind of where I I just because I don't feel maybe and you know I know positionally it's different, um, but I just don't think Ryan Johansson. I think it was a good move. I liked the move at Mm -hmm. the time, um, but I just don't feel like he's like his play style is does not fit with the Avalanche. And sometimes it's okay to have guys that don't really fit the mold, and you know gives you a, a little bit of a different look. Um, but it's just not there. And I, and, and I, and I, I really wonder if he's going to be around by the trade deadline. Uh, but Georgiev, I still just feel like, and maybe it's just a goalie position and we've, we've seen what he can do on this team last year. So maybe I'm just holding on to that, that he can at some point turn it around and just be better than he is. I don't think he's being God awful, but there are moments, Kyle, again, in this game where he, he'll give up a goal where you're just like, man, like I really wish we'd had a goalie right now that could just stop a goal like that. Um, and it was the Konechny one that that was like, how did that get past you? Um, there was another one that was uh it was it was a rifle. Um there was one from Forrester. Yep, it, it, it was from Forrester. So and that that's that's a solid shot. But at the same time, it's like if, if someone on the avalanche took that, if that was Nathan McKinnon, it'd been like, that's the Nathan McKinnon shot. You're not going to stop it when it happens to you, when it's the revolt roles are reversed and it happens to you, you have the mindset of like, wow, that was an impressive shot. But on the same token, I really wish there was like our goalie was locked in right now and stopped that shot. Well, and that's just where we're at right now. With it. The thing with like Rijo, like, yes, you could. Tr- if he's not performing, it's not hurting the team. Goalie, it's a different standard. Right. And the entire month of January, I've almost, I've never been in my life where I hate that the Avalanche recorded a shutout, but that's where I'm currently sitting because it's what everybody's pointing to with your gift. Like, but he had that shutout against Vegas. He had that shutout. That's great. 
So let's take that out of the equation. Let's that shutout's gone. Every other game in the month of January has let up more than three goals. The entire month, yeah. that's that's we've played nine games, eight of the nine have been more than three goals let in on your gift. Those have been this flyer game. The Avs let the Philadelphia Flyers shoot 40 times on your gift, which yeah. brought his save percentage to an even 900. Without that's what that, the people want. That's what they want. They want a 900 save percentage. They got it. If the Avs would have shots on goal. Yeah, if the defense would have just played a little bit better, would have been another it would have been an abysmal effort on the stat sheet. I'm telling you, it's one of those if we could grade on the curve and throw out the best and the worst scores, I would throw out that shutout. And then you're really got some questions around this Alexander Yorgiev guy and what he's giving you in net because this is midway through the season. And this offense yeah, is be. having to bail you out every night. And if they're yeah. not doing it, and if they're not playing at 110 miles an hour, and you don't have Miko with two goals, Nate with two goals, and LOC getting a hat trick, it's a yeah. different it's a different game. And that's not how the Avalanche should be playing. They should not having they're outscoring their problems in goal, and there's really nobody to fill in in the backup role. So they're they're really and the defense isn't helping them either. So you're really stuck. No, to give up 40 shots on goal, I don't care who it's against. Um, that, that's not what you want. I thought the the first, the, the, the fact that they were up um, two to nothing in the first uh, was a minor miracle. I didn't feel like they had the best first period. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was terrible. Um, but I, I, I just you looked at the first like, man, like th this was kind of a, an ugly kind of like sluggish first and, and they found ways to get goals. And the Avalanche have been struggling to do that this year. Like we're, things, when things are, are when, when they have uh, something opens up and they have a chance, they haven't been burying them. They had a couple chances in the first, and they took advantage of it. And there you go, you have a two nothing lead. I thought things got better as the game went on. But you're right. It's like this team, like is is you 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 got your forwards, defense, and goal right. And right now, the the offense, including the defense in that offense, is humming. Mm -hmm. they, they they and and they are what is keeping this team where they are. The other ones you want, you still need those to fall in line and 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 they're just they're not they still struggle to get the puck out of the zone. A yep. defensive zone. Still struggle to do that. When you have guys like Kale McCarr, Devon Taves and Sam Girard who is one of the best puck movers on the team, not being able to do that, things it's it's going to fall apart and you're going to have ugly turnovers. And, you know, that's not always on the goalie if, if the goal has scored it. So things like that, like and at, you're 100% right about like at this point in the season, we shouldn't be having those game after game after game. You're going to have them at moments here mm -hmm. and there throughout the game because that's the sport of hockey. But to be talking about it after every single game, it's like we said it before, like this is the MO of the avalanche. They're going they're outscoring their problems right now. They don't want to continue that. They're still working on this stuff. It's not just like they throw their hands up and be like, yeah, this is the way it's going to be for the year. Let's see how far it takes us. But it's 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 fun to watch as a fan because there's a lot of goal scoring going on. Uh, but you know, it, it from from a player perspective, they know that they 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 can't allow 40 shots on goal. That's not avalanche defense at all. And and the thing is, like if you're a casual hockey fan, you look at the avalanche and they're dancing around the third and fourth spot in the league, like there, there's some nights that they could be first if they would just get the two points. Like the Avalanche look good from the outside, but this is locked on Avalanche. Everydayers, we're all Avalanche fans here. We know what's up. This, we know this team could be so much better, and the potential of that's that a scary is, thing. 
it's extremely it's it's terrifying but it's also frustrating getting ready to go into the all-star break and you're looking back at the month of january that we thought was going to be riddled with hell week and if they can get it together and they could but they're having to overexert themselves in the forward play to compensate for just poor defensive play and very subpar goalie play yeah well let's talk about um the offensive play because that that was good that that was good yet again so we'll talk about that all of those uh hat trick watches and the one guy that got him and how he got it uh was was a moment an all-time moment for me at least for this season anyway so we'll talk about that coming up next First, we're going to hear from eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, we call that the Nathan McKinnon Trilogy, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. All right, so I know maybe that segment seemed like doom and gloom, but it maybe it's a little bit of frustration and maybe it's just expectation right now. Yeah, for the if you're the Avalanche, is just you got to be more solid um, on all aspects of the game. Uh, the one area where they are flying right now, not to use a pun because they just played the Flyers, um, <laughs> is offensively. You know, they put up seven. They, they got up in this game, and that was mm-hmm. nice to see. You got the first goal of the game. You got the second goal of the game. Yeah, things got a little bit tight there. But, uh, you know, the, the offense, again, pulls away. You put up another seven spot. Things are looking good offensively, and you had three guys on a hat trick watch between Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, and Logan O'Connor. And, man, uh, like how that happened at the end, a, a empty netter, where it's two on o. a puck is going in the net to end this thing and you know put the nail in the coffin and it's nathan mckinnon and logan o'connor nobody's in front of them and nathan mckinnon sees who's next to him it's logan o'connor who has zero career hat tricks just feeds him the puck so he can net his first ever hat trick we talk a lot about leadership and and with nathan mckinnon not being here or not nathan, uh, gabe landeskog not being here yeah. um although he's there in the locker room and stuff like that on the ice nobody's he's always the, watching yeah <laughs> he's like the eye of sauron um you know he he nobody's wearing the c yeah that is a a captain like move and and you know that just should like nathan mckinnon doesn't care about He's going to get the assist on the play. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but he he sees that the, a, a workhorse of a player and a guy that has put in so much for this team over the years has an opportunity to do something he might not ever do for the rest of his career. And Nathan McKinnon lets him have that moment. That was special. And I see it like we were talking about the Bonnie experience that you could get on this this Hell Week, this road trip. 
that was. And what better way to put an exclamation point on where this team is sitting right now than that that selfless move that Nathan McKinnon just let LOC get that hat trick. And mm-hmm. currently, at time of recording, LOC has 22 points. In the words of Thanos, perfectly balanced. That's 11 yeah. goals, 11 assists. Is that how Perfect. he's got it? Is it 11 yes. 11? Really? That's beautiful. So, and we have come afar, like we just kind of played a little bit of a sad tune in that first segment about where the abs are sitting. But how, look at how far this team has come from Taser having that speech about things in the locker room and guys thinking they know how to play and it's just not there. And then you fast forward to this LOC, the moment of letting him get his first hat trick. LOC is a fan favorite. Everybody oh, loves huge. him. Yep. He was started out the season with the shorthanded goals. And to see him get, I mean, he's having a career year. Like I think he's again, got uh, career high in goals already. Yes. And we're halfway through the season. And I think his career high was 10, and he's already it sitting on 10. 11. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's doing incredible things and again on this team it's so hard to talk about everybody's incredible accomplishments but LOC this is one that he's going to forever cherish and it's going to be one of those all-time moments that like 10 years from now it's going to be on this day LOC got his hat trick and everybody's like oh yeah I remember that moment that was a a good turning point of the season Mm -hmm. on where this team banded together yeah um and and listener of the show Lisa was there at the game that's right she said she said that happened the the empty netter happened right in front of her so kudos to her for seeing that live and in person um yeah like so so the the goal the other goal that he had was you know that that's hockey sense right there it was a, a you know a, one of the double doinkers as they call them and yeah um he he lifts up his skate which you know uh, it's one of those things where if, if you're a flyer fan you thought he kicked it um it's not it's not a kick it's not a kicking motion he you need to your your skate needs to be directed towards the net that you are kicking that puck in all he did was lift his you can redirect the puck with your skate that is not illegal and that's exactly what he did so he had had the hockey sense to not sweep his skate towards the net and just lift it up it goes off his skate and and that was a that was a pretty goal pretty goal oh hang on and for everybody who has a question about the legality of what you could do with your foot, I implore everyone go to nhl.com and download the 2023-2024 NHL rulebook. It's all it's right there for free. Put it on your computer, <laughs> read it before n- bedtime every night. It's a fantastic <laughs> read. But no, it's it's legal if you I mean everything about that goal was legal. It's just not fun if you're the opposing team and guess what? Colorado fans have been on the other side of that. So it yeah. balances out. Yeah. Um, you had, let's see, get to some stats here. So um, Ross Colton, three assists on the night for Colton. And those were all in the first two periods. So he, he didn't have anything in the, in the, in the third, um, but three assists for him. You had O'Connor with the three goals. He was a plus four. Uh, Drew N with another assist. Miles Wood. Um, two assists on the day. McKinnon with the two goals and two assists. Initially, he had two goals and three assists. They took yeah. one away from him. I'm not sure which one it was, but they they took one away. Um, so he ends up with four points on the day. And he is, uh, as of recording this right now, I don't know if Tampa's playing as we're recording this, but he is a point up 
on Kucherov for the league leading in uh, points. Uh, Kiviranta with an assist. Miko Rantanen, two goals, like we said. On the defensive side, Taves and Makar with uh, an assist each. Josh Manson with two assists. And Sam Malinsky adds uh, an assist as well. Um, those two guys continue to play well, especially Josh Manson. I think yep. Josh Manson is putting together quietly a very solid season. Nothing that jumps off the, the stat page. Just defensively, he's been great. He has been really, really good this year. And I'm, I'm really impressed with him, especially you know with, with Sam Malinsky as well. Yeah, uh, Josh Manson started out the season kind of rough and erratic and cleaned it up, and he has been one of the, I mean, just one of the pillars defensively. He really has. Um, yeah, I, I let's see. the So they had 40 shots on goal to your 25. Face-offs were widely oh, leaning towards uh, Philly, 64.5% to 35.5%. Uh, you, as were one for two on the power play, 0 for 3 for Philly. So that was good to see because the, the penalty kill has been struggling a little bit lately, a little bit dip there. I think they fell out of the top 10. They've been in the top 10 all year long, really in the top five all year long, but it's been struggling as of late. So I know Philly, is in the, <laughs> Philly doesn't have the best uh, power play unit, but then good. Then you should be shutting yeah. them out 0 for 3. Yeah. Um, but no, overall, offensively, you, you, you liked what you saw. And, and you know, you're going to when you put up seven goals so um after the game was over uh jason poland did get sent down so you would they, they have monday and tuesday off i believe i don't think they play till wednesday so you would think arturi lekanen is on track to come back for wednesday if they're sending poland down lekanen made the trip with them just him making the trip on a five-game road trip i was thinking like well, he's gonna play maybe towards the end of that that didn't happen, but it was up in the air that he could possibly play that last game against the Flyers. So if that's like a question mark and Poland gets sent down, you got two more days to to test him. You would have to think that he's coming back on Wednesday, which obviously is a huge boost for this team. And then not only would that be a huge boost, but everybody keep an eye on that struggling defense because that also means Bo Byram is not far away. No, he shouldn't be either. Yeah. Yeah, so um, and that's going to be interesting, man. Because what has Sam Malinsky done to to be sent down? Exactly, nothing. nothing. So I really want to see what happens with that. Um, all right, one last thing to get to today, and that is uh, well, two more things. Patrick Wah, he's back behind the bench. We'll talk about that. Oh, Kyle is rubbing his forehead over there. So we'll mm. talk about that, and then we'll do our sound check as well. We'll get to all that next. First, we're going to hear from FanDuel. The NFL regular season is in the books, and we are in the playoffs, but you can still get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get a $150 bonus bet in their account guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, and you get that $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose, what did I tell you, sir? I'm not going to say the fix is in, but the fix is in. Kansas City, they're going to the Super Bowl. NFL wants that Taylor Swift money and it's going to happen. You're going to see calls that you would not believe in Baltimore next week. So I don't bet a ton, but if I might, 
it's going on Kansas City. NFL is going to make this happen. Trust me. Uh, we needed more wide right shirts, and boy, we're getting them. <laughs> Norwood shirts, or I guarantee you, Norwood shirts are going to be flying <laughs> up the charts. Uh, the app is super easy to use, and there's many different ways to bet, like the live same game parlay. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make parlay bets in the Parlay Hub. It's the best way to find popular parlays and so much more within the app. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bets like Kansas City going to the Super Bowl. You can count on it with FanDuel. Uh, All-timer Colorado Avalanche Patrick Waugh was obviously their coach for a few years and left unceremoniously and struggled to get back into the league and he now is and he, he's coaching uh the new york islanders this was kind of like a really one of those things where it's like obviously stuff was going on behind the scenes if you fire a guy and then in that same announcement name the new coach that isn't an assistant or anything like that this guy, guy has nothing to do with the team and it's patrick wah who comes in is now taking over the islanders excuse me um shocker all around but uh i i want to throw this to you first because i i I, i'm curious to know what you think of of patrick while getting another shot okay i was i'll just be straight up honest with you i was with my children getting them dinner at a fast food establishment and the notification came across my phone and i looked at my phone and did a quadruple take (laughs) and it was and it's always it's been reported like the New York, New York Islanders firehead coach and announced Patrick Waugh's replacement all in one sentence. It's all been one sentence. Like, yeah, it was crazy. There hasn't it hasn't been like uh Patrick Waugh's talking about possibly, or there hasn't been a rumor, and it's just oh yeah, by the way, this is Patrick Waugh. Everybody remember him? And I was like, Well, that's that's crazy. Ha, huh, that's funny. And I wondered how I'm gonna deal with it. And then it's almost like that ex-girlfriend you say you're over and then you're at a party and she shows up with this person you're like oh i'm not over this i don't know if i'm gonna make it i'm seeing the pictures of wa on the bench at the islanders game and i'm it it just breaks my heart and the the mm. ass don't play the islanders the rest of the year so we won't now they're already him. done they're already done yeah they're already done playing them yep but like if i'm taking my burgundy and blue off it's a home run for the Islanders, yeah. my word! That's the exact person you need to get that team fired up, cleaned up. Like that's it's a no-brainer. But my word, why, why, Patrick? Why? Were, were, did you want him to like come back to the the Abs in some capacity? No, no. Okay. If it's not, if it's not us, leave. Just don't come. Oh, back. you just don't want him to coach anywhere. No, it's like, if we can't have him, nobody. Like yeah. go go be up in the box in Montreal. That's fine. I could be perfectly fine if he was taking St. Louis job in Montreal. Like, but yeah, but he's doing a pretty good job there. I don't think his job uh, yeah, is in jeopardy right now. But the, where I thought he was going to go was Ottawa. I really thought he was going to go to Ottawa. That would have been a perfect scenario for him. Perfect situation. He'll build that team up. Um, but uh, for some reason they didn't they didn't want to bring him in. I don't know. Must I wonder what Varley was thinking when he got that notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that and that's the interesting thing because I know there's some Avalanche fans who who still you know hold grudges on how he left. Um, and for those that aren't familiar, and you are, and yeah, you know, the only grudge that I hold about it is the timing of it. Yep. 
it happened like a month before the season was going to start. And yeah. then what happened? They, they sure they went and got Jared Bednar, but that first year was horrible. It was. That, 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 that was that was one of the worst seasons in the history of the league. And I put a lot of that blame on Patrick Waugh for, for doing that. Yeah. Um, I don't I'm not upset about the reasons why he left. He just wanted more of a say in in, you know, roster, you know, uh, who they wanted to sign, draft, all that stuff. And Joe Sackick was not willing to give that part of his job up. And, and I don't blame either side here. If what some coaches want that some co- coaches want more of a say and more control. And, and if they're a part of a team that wants to give it to them, then good for them. And Pat and Patrick, Wall was part of a team that did not want to give it to him. So he decided to leave. I got no problem with either side. It's just the timing of it. But there is, there is a, a bunch of avalanche fans who like the Matt Duchesne thing. Uh, will not forgive him for that. And that is their prerogative. That's completely fine. Um, again, me with the, with the Matt Duchesne stuff, enough time has passed. They won, a, they won a cup. I'm beyond it. Same thing goes for Patrick Waugh. Uh, and he's a, he's a legendary player. He's a legendary player for the Colorado Avalanche. So, yeah. I, I And you know what? I think it helps that they're on the East Coast. They're, the, the, mm-hmm. we're, like you said, we're not playing them anymore. So we don't see them a ton. Um Am I, am I like uh, uh, now a, a Islanders fan? Well, no, because my East Coast team is the Rangers, so I can't be. But I will, yeah. like you know, I'll check the the. You know, he already his first game was right before we went live. He's already paying dividends to the Colorado Avalanche because uh, they beat they beat the Dallas Stars in overtime, which is hilarious because that's Matthew Shane as well, who he was not happy with when he scored his thirtieth goal yeah. <laughs> that one year. So I mean, everything comes. You know, karma is is a wonderful thing. But and I, I think it's I think I thought it, 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 it I thought it was being held against him for way too long for the reason why he left the avalanche. When you see other coaches doing far worse that keep getting rehired. I thought it's kind of a joke that he could not find a job. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. And I think the Islanders got a really good coach. Well, being an avalanche fan during that time, like if Wall, he left at the time he did. You felt like if Waugh's giving up on this team, what if Waugh is giving up on the Avalanche? What why am I here as an Avalanche fan? And that was a terrible year. Like the meme Horrible. was going around of the Avalanche logo as the poop emoji. It was just dark, dark times. Yeah. And of course, you know, the beautiful story since, but it was rough. And yeah. we'll see how this goes. Yes, he's a good coach, but again, you wonder how it's going to work because Waugh is not a raw raw coach he is going to he's gonna he's gonna give it to Stretch. you his way yeah and so we'll yeah. see how it goes in the isle in on long island yeah but I, and that's the other part of it is like he left the avalanche for you know wanting more control and he's going to a a team where Morello <laughs> doesn't let like he is 100 percent in charge yeah. So that that'll be interesting to see how those two egos clash. Very, very yeah. interesting. So um we we shall see. We shall see. But I, I, I think it's good that he's he's back in the league. You know, one of the the best goaltender in league history not being involved with the NHL just didn't seem right. So good for him. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. Um all right, last thing we're going to get to, and that is our sound check. And uh, Kyle and I pick a song that most describes the most recent game and put them up on a playlist over on Spotify. And you can go follow this playlist. Just open up the app, search for LOA Soundcheck Volume 3. 
And what do you got for this one, sir? Flyers and abs. What'd you say? What volume is this? Volume number three. Well, that's yeah. funny. You mentioned that. That's uh that has something to do with our song title. It would be three is a magic number from none Ooh. other than the Haley's comment of a band, mm. Blind Melon. And it's it that was, kids, it's it's the it kids is from Schoolhouse Rock. But but the Blind Melon version is yes, there's a lot of covers of this song, but the Blind Melon, I mean, how can you not go with Blind Melon version? It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I remember it from Schoolhouse Rock. I think that's where it originated, and I think it, it spawned off all of its, but no, that is a wonderful cover, incredible vibe. Three is a magic number for LOC. There you go. And and it's funny how I'm going off a numbers thing as well, because that line it, it now has an official nickname. Oh, yeah. I think thanks to Connor McGahee for, for Logan O'Connor, who's 25, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Miles Wood, who's uh, 28, and Ross Colton, who's 20. Um, and he gave them the nickname of the Roaring Twenties line. And there is a song called Roaring Twenties by Panic at the Disco. So mm. that is uh, that is the song that I put on there. So it's a numbers game that we're playing with this for our sound check today. But it's so fitting. Three yep. for the three goals and Roaring Twenties for, for the Roaring Twenty line. I absolutely love that name. That is a yep. home run of a name, and I, and I think that's going to stick. And uh, I think other people are going to be mad that they don't have it. That, that line is, is producing right now. Yeah, are, it's, it's fun to watch. That is a fun line right now. It is the HBK line of the 2020s. Ooh. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I love it. All right. That will wrap it up for today, folks. So uh, thank you for tuning in. And making this your first listen of the day. Make sure you're following us on our social media outlets, like we said. And definitely sign up for our subtext because we're going to be uh, getting some input from them, those people uh, for tomorrow's episode. Uh, yeah, it's going to wrap it up. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. It's the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, Go!